Okay, folks, Keith here from Beat the Casino for our nightly broadcast and chat about uh, Baccarat and Baccarat okay, strategies. Okay, folks, Keith here. So I want to thank you for uh, coming in here tonight and uh, visiting with us and chatting about Baccarat. I see uh, some of our friends are here. Uh, let me see. I, I won't have call in tonight. I want to do a little bit more with that, but uh, I see... Uh, uh, Canada Bach is here. Hi, Canada. How's the sound there? I hope you can hear us now. And uh, everything is uh, working pretty good, I think, now. There shouldn't be any echo. Yeah. Uh, I just had the uh, speakers on. I always forget to do that. I'm not much of a broadcaster. I go ahead and always leave the live speakers on with a headset, and it kind of feeds back through. So that's what, uh, that's what causes Hi, Don. Thanks for stopping by. Good to see everybody. Um, so tonight we were going to talk about uh, XTB and uh, some other stuff, but I wanted to first uh, take a look at some games where uh, strategies such as XTB, uh, you know, some sort of disparity with two strategy and uh, some other things may be relevant first to actually understand what we're looking for. So uh, I got a suggestion from uh, most of you about going ahead and uh, putting up a shoe in the uh, strategic Bakker interface. And we want to kind of talk through it and talk through the strategy of it. And uh, let me get that up in front of you, and you guys, uh, please let me know how well, uh, if you can see it. I just uh, moved it over there. How's that look to everyone? I have uh, shoe 11 from the uh, Strategic Baccarat interface. Um, and uh, it was uh, played at uh, five dimes back on uh, 2017. So it was one of the first shoes in the Strategic Baccarat interface that we have at Beat the Casino. And... Uh, Wow, what is that? Oh, okay, that's the strategic Baccarat interface. Yeah, no, XTB is not a bad system. Uh, hi, Mike. Thanks for stopping by, Mike Walsh. How what's up, boys and girls? Yeah. Hey, Rick Miller's here too. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, so that's the strategic Baccarat interface. That is, um, yeah, it is an amazing shoe. We'll dig into it a little bit deeper here. Um, that is the uh, tool that we have at Beat the Casino that actually houses real Baccarat shoes. And uh, what it does is it, it gives you uh, just kind of a high level here. You can you can enter a shoe uh, that was played in a live casino. And of course, uh, that is the trick to this. That is the good thing about this. It's real shoes. It's not random numbers generators. So And it does a quick 3D analysis, which I'll explain in the uh, upcoming uh, seminar that we did with Catches One about 3D, how 5D started. We started with 3D. And 3D was uh, was programmed actually into uh, the strategic Baccarat interface. Not fo folks don't really notice that, but it does take the first two first three variables of banker player, the OR count, which is simply one back variable as it's called in 5D, 5D, and the two back, which is simply called the OT variable. So it does it is ha does have 3D programmed right into it. It does display in the horizontal and vertical formats. However, to see some of the disparities it's a lot easier to see it does it does get in the um, horizontal format it does give you the comparison of one in a rows two in a rows three in a rows and four in a rows in numeric values and breaks down the uh, total hands played the player results the banker results and the tie results and you can see it's pretty uh, pretty strong on the banker side here uh, one in a rows were nine and nine. Two in a rows were a little bit high at 12%, 42% at 12. And three in a rows were at four, and four or more in a rows 
uh, pretty much uh, level set with the three in a row is at three. So anyway, but I wanted to take, uh, we can all readily see the 5D. and Yeah, you can. I, I like the stats. Thank you, Makara. Uh, yeah, there are some uh, butterflies um, in there. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, it's not good for time before last. So that's the first thing that you'll notice is uh, when you try to overlay systems. And when you look at these things, that's always a good thing to do is, uh, it, it'll, it'll teach you not to just go play your automatic go-to system uh, right away, especially if you look early in this shoe, uh, you'll see uh, that it starts with a two in a row on bank or a three in a row, a two in a row, a one in a row, a two in a row, a one in a row, and a one in a row. And when you have a lot of two in a rows, of course, time before last is going to perform really badly. So, so again, if it teaches you anything, the first thing that you can do is take your go-to system and overlay it over a real shoe and see how it would have done. And half the time, you'll see once in a while you'll make a profit. Sometimes you'll break even, and the other half the time you'll probably lose. So, a uh, time before last would have would have lost this shoe. However, when you look at this shoe from a two's perspective, a two being most common, uh, you can see how it would have actually um, uh, really won the shoe if you'd have favored second liners in this. And not only second liners, but also on the uh, banker side. Um, uh, you know, it was certainly a strong banker, and that's indicated up here, obviously, by the 35 bankers. Now, of course, the trick to it is to see the disparity before it occurs, but it does present itself very early on that there is a bias for the twos, uh, for the second liners. As a matter of fact, there isn't one one in a row on the banker side, except for the last one if you count that, but we don't know the next hand. So I would have probably bet that that would have went to two too. So there's a real strong side bias for banker uh, that didn't, didn't evolve into very long runs, but you could always be pretty safe about betting uh, the two in a rows on Banker that the one would go to two. And then here you maybe would have caught one or two more if you didn't bet opposite there. But it was a very easy bet to bet to make that all one bankers will go to two bankers. And then the majority of the time bet that the two would go opposite to player. Uh, so you would have caught that. Now, obviously, the best strategy up to about a little bit more than halfway through the shoe, beyond that three-player, would have simply bet second-liner bankers and then stopped. And also to notice that most of the time, let the second half of the shoe, that the two-in-a-rows clustered with the player also, which is very important to see. Yeah. Uh, 15 times in a row banker repeated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, of course, uh, you know, so far as player goes, you could have you could have started off betting against any player two in a row going opposite, but that wouldn't have been the optimum strategy. Uh, you would have lost here to this five in a row player, which kind of came out of the blue. Um, but this five in a row should have triggered you to realize that things were going to start clustering then, that the the, um, the uh, groups of repeats, and you can see right there in the center of the shoe, after the, after the banker three in a row and the player five in a row, 
that they clustered together. And those two significant events was the player five in a row and the banker uh, a little bit more than a row. Three back would be profitable. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Canada Bach. 15 times. Yep, absolutely. But again, if you're looking for a little bit of a twist to change your strategy, we, you, you would have saw it here when they started clustering really heavy together. And that was signaled by this three in a row and five in a row and then four in a row. And then they clustered even more. Uh, again, though, it was the safest thing that you could have bet in this shoe. Uh, and, and you probably would have picked up one in here, probably about the one, two, three, four, five, fifth, sixth column, I would say. You could have uh, picked up easily that the banker two in a rows had a really good shot in this game, and uh, you, you could have bet them. Um, again, some other things, some other statistics that you may want to look at. Um, if you do look at uh, some of the OT counts, I think, uh, I think Canada Bach mentioned about three back would have been profitable. Uh, you can see from the early statistics, too, uh, that the OT count uh, was, was pretty profitable, too. Here, all the way up to a uh, plus 10 uh, going opposite here, uh, which was very interesting. And plus 10 meaning that uh, you, know, you, you get more, uh, more of the two in a row when that happens, when you get such a high OT count. I think it, at here at the end, at its highest point, it was at... Uh, 18 right here at a plus 18 uh, for OT count. So that, that that's pretty incredible. In other words, two back, two back went opposite. So that's that's a plus uh, plus sign. And of course, that's indicative by, by all the two in a rows. Um, again, the OR count. Uh, again, here it starts off uh, as as one back. Here, you know, it's a repeat, so it goes minus. Here, one back, it goes opposite. So the OR count, as we call it, uh, pretty much came back to level set. And you'll see that a lot of times when you have uh, one in a row, two in a row, some three in a row. Uh, uh, they usually come back to level set. At, at its highest point, I think we had a minus four, which simply meant that there's uh, uh, four more repeats than opposites. Um, and then it it always stayed uh, a few more repeats and opposite as the game progressed. But the most significant statistic was the two back. And of course, 5D, 3D in this case would have um, picked it out. What can you say about the 4-3-2-1 banker pattern in the end? Yeah, let's take a look at that. How about that? Um, you know, of course, that's indicative of a descending strong side uh, with the player uh, one in a rows interspersed between. Uh, a lot of people like to play that pattern. You see that a lot um, when it when it's occurring. It's, it's usually a pretty good bet. It usually is indicative of a strong side, but it's decreasing on that side. Notice the player still stayed weak with only the one in a row, but you had the decreasing uh, strong side on bank by the pattern that Canada Bach uh, put out. Uh, if you're on the OT count, you bet the same the same side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, minus VE means not to bet. At, at what count do you start betting the same side? Uh, you know, I think with, with OT count, uh, when, you, when you see it, uh, or, or OR count, um, it was a little bit hard because of the uh, two in a rows uh, with balanced with one in a rows kind of uh, made it a little bit difficult. So, PC Gamer, hi. Uh, thanks for stopping. My would you actually recommend using some kind of martingale strategy on the chop 
uh, Beth, that you mentioned. Uh, you certainly can if you can do that. You know, all those uh, Martingale systems up as you lose, bet against things or bet with things. I, I like a Martingale to bet with them, but not at huge stakes because they can get out of control really easily. Uh, you know, I think you want to put a limit on 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 at what stop at what point do you stop betting a martingale, which is either double up, you know, up as you win or up as you lose. Uh, when I do it, I do it up as you win. I I never use a martingale uh, or a full martingale to bet against something that's occurring because uh, you could lose every one of them betting against it. But if you bet with it, you're only going to lose the last one. So. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a fun way to play if you're playing for low stakes and want a little bit of excitement. But uh, generally, I don't take a statistic and go, okay, this this is at plus eight and it should come the other way. Uh, that's usually a sure way to lose. And uh, I know uh, it's been the ruin of a lot of gamblers, so I wouldn't really recommend it at that point. I think it's a much better bet to analyze games uh, from this perspective as seeing what is most common and then seeing if that continues with kind of maybe a flat bet or just a small up as you win, I like. I know some people, I know Canada Bach, you, uh, you like playing a small negative progression into some things too. So, uh, you know, you have to kind of judge the game you're in and, uh, and, and decide, you know, what's your uh, tolerance for risk a lot of times. And, uh, you know, hopefully um, uh, you make the right decision. Yeah, probably just a few more. Ago. What you want to actually do is try to get your hit rate up by flat betting it. Is, is if you see games like this where you're actually able to see a bias, and it's obvious in this case, uh, with the two in a row, you can go ahead and simply flat bet it and win. Yes, I do. I do it based on my bankroll. Sure. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times I'll be playing if I'm having a great day, uh, you know, and I want to try to make a, a, a really good win. Uh, you know, I'll take a little bit of a chance, more so than what I normally would when I'm first starting out. So, and you know, I think that people who say they don't they don't do that, they're probably not telling you the absolute truth. Is when they get ahead, they tend to get a little bit little bit more liberal with their bets, and and that's okay. That's how you turn a small win or a you know kind of an average win of what you're looking for into a bigger win. Of course, you have to do it intelligently. You don't want to just arbitrarily throw it out just to gamble. So, you know, look for biases. Look for things that you can bet on and you know there are times that you know you can push it I mean one of the best gamblers I've ever played with um, was a blackjack player and I don't mean to go over to blackjack right now but his name was uh, he was a dentist it was Harvey Garrison and uh, he would all he he, I, he taught me a lesson one time years and years ago probably th I don't know 30 30 40 years ago when I first started playing he says when it's there it's there he goes when there's a bias and you got it he goes you got to you got to be able to react to it and capitalize on it and I I think um, I think that's a good thing where are the ties on your SBI well if they don't put them in the person who put this in didn't didn't record ties and and just simply ignored them they come in as green uh, you know and and they a lot of the ones don't don't track ties so they just put in the uh, they just put them in without ties. Of course, we're 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 gonna we're go, we're going ahead and uh, and uh, encouraging folks to uh, please put the ties in now. And I you know we'll expand it for dragon and pandas and all that other stuff if people like tracking that too. So anyway, um, so listen, I think that'll wrap it up tonight. I think this was a good conversation. You can see uh, with the SBI, it's it's a great tool. It uh, shows you. Uh, you know what what's the best strategy to play it gives you something to talk about and learn from and it also gives you a huge database of uh, 
of real shoes. Can can you demonstrate one of your plays in a live Baccarat online casino? I'd be yeah, certainly we're going to do that. I was just talking to a friend of mine about doing that, and uh, we're going to be able to do that. We're going to play with some real money and uh, record it, and you know talk about the bets before we make them uh, with as much time as we ha we can. Of course, if we miss a hand, it doesn't really matter. There's always hundreds more hands to follow, so we won't be too upset if we miss hands, but we will absolutely take our time and do that uh yeah youtube may not allow it i'm not sure if they're gonna you know i got one warning i gotta watch they don't shut down my youtube channel if we do that but uh you know maybe we can work something out um but in in any event uh you know we'll give it a try if they warn us they warn us so uh, we'll do that of course also no as as a uh, as a Beat the Casino member, you can join us, uh, you know, every Monday night we do a, a live session when we play and talk about our strategies. And, you know, f at, at least six, seven times a year we meet in uh, when Vegas opens up again and uh, Atlantic City. And uh, I know in February we were up in Canada playing with Canada Bach up there. So we'll be, uh, we'll be able to do that. Uh, you know, please come to uh, one of our play sessions that we do live. Um, live shoes, no, no. Perhaps do a recording live and share it. Yeah, we can do something like that. We'll record it and uh, share the uh, share the video. So uh, live shoes are a no, no. There are many gambling videos on YouTube, so I doubt they ban. At least from my experience, yeah, I know. But I, I got dinged for just simply, I, and I still don't understand that I even appealed it. We were just talking about betting what we would bet, and they somehow got offended by that twice in one week. And then I appealed it, and they denied the appeal, and then I never heard another thing, and, and the uh, one of them has fell off as a warning. So uh, we'll see. They're, they're a little ouchy every once in a while, and I don't understand the, uh, the criteria fully. Uh, perhaps it was a misunderstanding on their part. I don't know. In any event, uh, I guess that'll do it for tonight. Uh, join us tomorrow night. We're going to talk about probably some uh, uh, specific... Um, uh, strategies. I, I know we want to look at uh, XTB and uh, and what. Yeah, yeah. Of course, live online box. I, I right, exactly right. Um, that's that's what they're ouchy about that. And uh, I'm not sure why when people. But I think you know if you record it, it would seem okay. Uh, I get a little worried about copyright infringement. You know, the people who own the casinos own the uh, video to the uh, to the casino and all the games. So you have to be real careful about uh, things like that. Uh, and I'm real sensitive to it. Somebody stole my blackjack book one time, and uh, you know that was a bad experience. I had to sue them in federal court. So uh, don't want to run into anything like that. And I want to be respectful of other people's property too. If you notice. Um, uh, I, I don't go. I don't troll everyone else's websites. I don't post on anyone else's websites, uh, and you know I try to discourage people from riding on our coattails too. But it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, have you played uh, XTB? Yes, we have. And tomorrow night, I think Canada, uh, we're we're actually going to go ahead and uh, chat a little bit more about XTB tomorrow uh, on the channel here. I know uh, uh, it was very popular. It's it's really uh, successful. It uh, talks about grouping and clusters of uh, multiple events, and I think it's a very interesting conversation. So put that on your schedule for tomorrow night. We'll talk about XTB, and we'll go from there. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, too, Canada Bach. We'll talk to you again soon. And uh, until, uh, until tomorrow night, uh, this is Keith from uh, Beat the Casino.